Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, December the 16th, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Janelle Sanders Podcast. We are getting very close to Christmas and hope that you are having a great finish to the year and that you're making progress and that you're getting some things accomplished in the final days of this year. As always, it's so great to be with you for another edition of the Janelle Sanders Podcast. Uh, I want to take a moment and first of all say hello to anybody that may be tuning into the podcast for the very first time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us for this edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Um, The podcast was started more than a decade ago with the intention to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize their greatest potential and through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, and legendary wisdom, we are empowering people around the world to live their greatest life. That has been the mission and goal and objective from the beginning, and that will always be the objective of this platform. And so I'm so grateful that you would take the time to join us. I hope you stay tuned, that you'll get some value and some insight out of this conversation. I also want to say hello to those of you that are regular listeners, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. We are still working on that exclusive content for Apple, and I will be sharing some updates with you very soon. Hello to those of you listening to me on um, Google, um, those of you that are listening to me on iHeartRadio, those of you that are listening to me on Stitcher, those of you that are listening to me on Spotify or Amazon or Audible or Luminary or any other platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for your support and your listenership to the podcast. We got the numbers from Spotify just a few weeks ago, and the amount of growth that we have seen with this podcast this year has been unbelievable. Um, The platform has grown the countries that are listening to the podcast has grown. Um, you all are sharing the podcast with more people. It's just amazing uh, to see the numbers and the growth this year. And so I'm just so grateful for all of you and your support and that many of you are still listening to me so many years later. So thank you so much. I would love to connect with all of you beyond this show. You can find more about me at www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find a plethora of empowerment resources and tools. You'll find out more about me and the work I'm doing around the world and so much more. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that works with leaders in the public and private sector and government uh, to provide solutions and strategies to complex global problems. And it's just a privilege and a pleasure of mine to just develop leaders and empower them globally to reach their full potential. Um, If you want to know more about me, uh, keynote presentations, symposiums, live events, training, and all of that information, you can find it on our website. Um, You can also find a link to all of my social media platforms right on our website with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official, Jamel Sanders, and Threads, which I believe is official, Jamel Sanders. You can also sign up for my Empowerment Newsletter, which goes out quarterly right there on the website. And you can just find out more about my work. You, um, You can go under my shop, find out about some of the programs and resources and things that we have to offer so all of that information is available through uh, JanelleSanders.com. Also, I would recommend two resources to you. If you follow this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk a lot about breakthrough journals. And so something really cool happened this year. Um, I was having a conversation with a really good friend of mine, and I told him 
excuse me, we were talking about journals, and I told them, you know, I'm really, I have so many journals, but I'm really into customizable journals right now. And I said, I need to create some type of product around that in the future. And they said, you should do that. And so we ended that conversation, and immediately my brain started turning. So um, I was looking for a distributor. I was looking for a designer. I was putting all the pieces together and to go from going into a long story. Within an hour and a half, um, I had taken that from concept to market and it was available for purchase. And that friend reached out to me and he was like, you were not playing. You were serious and the product was out. And so um, my breakthrough journal, if you know me, I love journaling. Journaling has had such a profound impact on my life. Um, it has created some of the greatest aha moments, the greatest epiphanies, the greatest breakthroughs, the greatest moments of introspection and transformation. So I'm a very big advocate for journaling. And so I always give you all these assignments on this podcast. And so I was like, I might as well create this breakthrough journal. And so it is available. I love the journal. It has traveled all over the country with me this year. And um, it is just a great source of inspiration and breakthrough for me. So you can get a copy of the journal. I believe it's going to help you in terms of writing your goals, clarifying your vision, and shaping future possibilities for your life. You can go to JamelSanders.com. Right under my shop, you'll find a link to the Breakthrough Journal. And thank you to those of you that have supported the journal and have shared with me how it's helping your life in a tremendous way. And, of course, I could not talk to you without mentioning this. You know, just a little over four and a half weeks ago, I released my 12th book. I did say number 12, uh, Wounds, Incubating Prophetic Promises for Prophetic Fulfillment. Wounds is the sequel to Pressure, which was my 11th book. Pressure uh, is was the my top-selling book to date, number one. But I say that because Pressure is the book that I almost never wrote. Um, when I consulted with those that I consider close and personal confidants and advisors, I really went back and forth about writing Pressure because I felt like it was totally off-brand and off-market. Um, all of my material has centered around leadership and personal development and identity and change and transformation and innovation and disruptive leadership and vision and so many of those good topics. And it's like, now you have a spirituality book. How is this book going to do? Is it going to sell? Is it going to move? Is it going to resonate with people? And... Um, I laugh today because, like I said, Pressure has outsold every other book that I've put out, and it has had the greatest impact on people than any other book I've ever written. And so um, it is if uh, God sent a loud warning that, yes, you need to talk about spirituality and people are interested in spirituality. And Pressure was really a book about how to bring prophetic potentialities and possibilities out of the unseen realm into the visible realm or the dimension that we call time. And so I talk about my life, my journey, my faith, how faith, prayer, spirituality have anchored me as a person and how it has helped me to produce breakthroughs and so many of the things that you see me doing today. And so wounds is even deeper. Uh, we leave off where we left off. And in this book, I really delve into um, how to access prophetic dimensions and realms in your life. Uh, there's so much about prayer and spirituality that people don't understand, and most of it is that there is an entire dimension and realms that are beyond this three-dimensional world and what we can see with the natural eye, um, that there are so many things being birthed and born and um, formed and shaped in the invisible realm, and you have the ability to pull that out of the intangible into manifestation. And Wounds is just a book about making prophetic potentialities realities in your life. I delve deeper into uh, spiritual laws and principles and how 
you can create a life of breakthrough every single day, that you can overcome, you can triumph, you can win in every aspect of your life. And so you can get a copy of Wounds. Go to Amazon.com. You can get it from Kindle, Nook, and most major book distributors have access to Wounds. I know it's going to be a great benefit and blessing to you. If you haven't read Pressure, I would encourage you to get both of them because this is the sequel to it. And to get the full understanding, it would make more sense for you to read Pressure and then go into Wounds. And, of course, to everybody that has already supported Wounds and um, sharing already how it's impacting your life, thank you so much. I've had fun over the last um, four and a half, five weeks promoting this book, and we have a lot more promotional things to do uh, to get this book into as many hands as possible because it will change your life. I know that to be a fact, and I can't wait to hear how it has impacted you in the days to come. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump into a brand new series today, and we're going to ride this series on for the rest of the year, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we are jumping into a brand new series today. Um, You know that every year um, since the inception of this podcast and even before the podcast, when I started Jamel Sanders International, I started a Finish the Year Strong campaign. That campaign morphed into a master class, a live event, and so many other things that we branded with that. But um, every December is devoted to finishing the year strong. And so I felt like I needed to, as I always do, incorporate that into the podcast so that I can help you um, as you go out of this year and you set certain things in motion for the days to come. So I hope that you'll listen. You'll stay tuned with me over the next few weeks because I really have a framework, as I do with everything, and a strategy to help you uh, to make some adjustments in your life so that you can really finish this year strong and you can start 2024 empowered and on the right track. And so I really want you to listen um, to this. It's going to get kind of technical at times. It's going to get more uh, strategic than some other episodes, but I really believe that if you will, it's going to help you have an incredible finish to 2023. And so, um, Let's just get into this. Um, In just a few weeks, we're talking about finishing strong, assessing your performance. This is the first part of this series. In just a few weeks, we'll be closing out another year. But in order to improve your life, you must make time to assess your life. A lot of people get excited about the end of the year. They're excited about the promise of a new year and all that it entails, but we forget about this critical piece called assessment. And so this is a very important time for all of us uh, to take the time and take the opportunity to assess our lives so that we can continue to have momentum and success in our endeavors. Um, This is usually the point in the year where one or two things happens. Number one, you're really excited and enthusiastic about 2024 and all the promise that it holds. Or number two, you're really depressed, frustrated, and disappointed in yourself for the lack of results in 2023. And so I don't know which end of the spectrum you're on, but most people that I have talked to or worked with over the years, they're in one of those two categories. And let me just say this, a lot of people right now are really excited. Um, They have like this enthusiasm about 2024 that is just unbelievable. And they'll go into it. I'll give them about three days, maybe four, into the new year. And then a week or so later, they'll begin to examine their lives, and their lives will look exactly like the same life of 2023, the same habits, same mindset, same attitude, no difference. 
And so I don't want you to be one of those people that's just excited, that's just temporarily motivated by a new year, and you're not really making the changes and the adjustments that are necessary for you to experience the results that you want. Your life doesn't change just because of the calendar changes. If there's going to be change in your life, there's going to be change because you made the change. You put those changes into motion uh, so that they can come into reality. Uh, either way, I want you to know that what you do in the remaining moments of 2023 will determine what you accomplish in 2024 and beyond. And so I don't know if people really understand this, but how you finish out this year is going to determine how you begin the next year. And so you need to be very strategic about how you finish. A lot of people are just in relaxation mode. They're not doing anything for the year, and they're making all these great mantras and statements, but you don't have a framework. How are you going to be successful? How is your life going to be differently? It's not going to be differently because you said it's going to be differently. It's not going to be different because you're enthusiastic or you're excited or you have some good emotions. Um, It's going to be different because you designed it to be different. Write that down. Your life is going to be different because you designed it to be different. And so I believe that this is such an important time and such an important moment for all of us to begin to understand that we got to take advantage of the moments that we have less left excuse me, in this year, and we have to use those moments to the best of our advantage if we want to see results and progress and transformation in our lives. I want you to also understand that your life does not change because of good intentions or optimism. I meet people all the time. They have the best of intentions. They're very optimistic but you don't change your life by optimism. You change your life through intentionality and clarity. And so I talk to people all the time, and they mean well, but I know right off the bat that they're not going to do anything meaningful or purposeful with their life because it's just an optimism. It's a hope. It's a desire. There's no action. There's no execution. There's no strategy. There's no plan. There's no momentum. It's just talking. And we shouldn't waste our words if we're not going to marry our words with action. You've got to put action and feet to your vision if you want to see that thing become a reality in your life. Um, usually this is the point in the year where I set aside quality time for assessment. Some people are like they're done for the year, they're going into vacation mode and cruise control. Well, for me, this is a time of great assessment. And let me say this, it's not just assessment in one area, but you need to assess all of your life because at the end of the day, if we're only making progress in an area and we're failing miserably in all the other areas, we're not really succeeding. And if you follow me and you know I'm really big on this method of empowerment, The method of empowerment is a method that requires us to take personal responsibility for our lives, and the method of empowerment is about wholeness. It's not about compartmentalization. It's not about segmented or selective success or selective change. This is about integrating um, the paradigm into your life that's going to cause you to prosper spirit, soul, body in every dimension and facet of your life. And a lot of people don't like to hear the word assessment. We don't like it. I know in school when I heard assessment, it meant a test was coming. I was going to be tested on my knowledge or my competency in a certain skill or objective. So we don't like the word assessment. We like to throw around the cute motivational and inspirational terms, but those terms are not what are going to produce the transformation in your life. And let me say this, one of the reasons that I distance myself from the coaching and the self-help space is because a lot of disservice has been done to humanity. People have been taught that all they need is positive thoughts and positive words and everything about their life is going to change. And then when somebody like me starts talking about personal responsibility and assessment, they give you these bewildered looks like it doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, my life didn't change because of positive thoughts or positive words. It changed because 
I was willing to do certain work to get my life from where it was to where I wanted it to be. And it takes even more work for me to get to the next place that I want to be. And so we can't sell people a false message. We have to let people know that, yes, it's good to have inspiration and motivation. But as I always tell my mentees and clients and people that work with me, you're not inspired 24 hours a day and seven days a week. So what happens when the inspiration wears off? What is going to keep you going? I'm going to tell you what keeps me going. When inspiration and motivation wears off, I have discipline. I have execution. I have strategy. And so most people, because they're emotional, the minute they don't feel inspired or motivated, everything in their life stops. Their goals stop. Their vision stop. Their dreams stop. Their momentum stop. The first time somebody says no, the first time they reject it, the first time a door closes, first time they don't get the right opportunity, first time they don't get into the right circle or the right room, they give up. They abandon the dream. They forfeit what's possible for their lives. They uh, squander their potential because everything is based around motivation. Well, you've got to have some discipline and some execution in your life even when you don't feel motivated because I guarantee you that when you go into 2024, you're not going to always feel motivated. So what is going to keep you on the course to seeing your goals and your vision become a reality. I can't stay there. And so assessment for a lot of people brings up feelings of failure and regret. Um, However, as a high achiever, I can tell you that you will never accelerate your life without assessment. And so a lot of people are stuck. They're stuck between a hope and a promise. They're stuck between a vision and a conflicting reality. They're stuck between a possibility and a prison of limitations or whatever they're stuck between. But what I know is that you cannot accelerate your life without assessment, and anything that uh, you want to see happen or accomplish in your life is going to require assessment. Every great business assesses. Every great organization assesses. Every great corporate board or governance committee assesses. Every great relationship assesses. Every great um, philanthropic initiative assesses. Every great sports team or franchise assesses. You cannot achieve anything great in your life without taking the time to assess your life. In fact, anything that you refuse to assess, you are ultimately accepting. So a lot of us are like, 2024 is going to be my year. How? How will it be your year? It won't be your year just because you said it's your year. It won't be your year just because you've affirmed it as your year. It won't be your year just because you're feeling optimistic. It's the holidays and you're in a good spirit. What happens when your mood changes and your attitude changes? Are you still going to be committed to the things you say you're committed to? And so anything you refuse to assess, you're ultimately accepting. So if you're not even going to take the time to assess your life, assess your results, assess your productivity and priorities, you're already accepting a mediocre um, second-rate version of your life for 2024. And I know that sounds a little harsh, but it's just the truth because nobody – wants to have these kind of conversations. We just want to tell people happy thoughts and positive words and positive vibes. And all of that sounds good, but at the end of the day, if you are not assessing your life, making adjustments to your life, taking certain actions, nothing about your life is going to change, and your life is going to continue to be a repeat of every other year before and every other cycle. What you accept, you will never alter. So there are things that you have accepted about your life that you're not going to alter. So that's why assessment is important because you have to begin to look at your life, scrutinize your life, dissect your life, and you've got to begin to realize what's working, what's not working, and what adjustments and changes need to be made. Assessment gives us the opportunity to evaluate our productivity, to track our performance, and to scrutinize our results. Let me say that again. Assessment gives us the opportunity to evaluate our productivity, track our performance, and scrutinize our results. So just based on that definition that I just gave you, 
have you taken time at this come to the end of the juncture of this year to evaluate your productivity, track your performance, or scrutinize your results? Well, as somebody that has mentored and advised and trained and developed people over the years, I can tell you most people are not thinking about this. They're thinking about Christmas. They're thinking about what they're going to get for Christmas, who they get shopped for. They're thinking about their resolutions for next year. Nobody, hardly anybody, is thinking about evaluating productivity, tracking performance, scrutinizing results. It's not even top of mind. It's not even in sight for most people. And unfortunately, a lot of people get to the end of the year with nothing to show for it but unaccomplished goals, um, convenient distractions, and stunning growth. Let me say it again. A lot of people uh, get to the end of the year with nothing to show for it but unaccomplished goals, convenient distractions, and stunning growth. How many people am I talking to right now that they have not accomplished any, hardly any goals they set for themselves this year? They have entertained convenient distractions, and they have stunted their growth and development in so many areas. Many people speak in the language of excuses because they never put a premium on action. So there are a lot of people, the minute they start talking, I hear it. I said, there it is, the excuses, why they couldn't do this, why they couldn't do that. Well, at the end of the day, as you've heard me say many times, all of us have been given the gift of 24 hours. And so the excuses you make determine the reality that you engineer while the other person is making the adjustments, taking the action, and achieving the things that they want to achieve in their lives. And the reality is, and you've heard me say this before, you are where you are because you choose to be where you are. And if you want different, you have to do different. And so insanity has been defined as doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. We laugh at that, but how many people are doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? You've been saying it's your year for 10 years and nothing has changed. No progress has been made, no growth, no development. You're no closer to the goals that you set for yourself a decade ago. And so it's more to the process than just speaking positive words and thinking positive thoughts and being excited. You have to be a person of action, and you have to be a person that takes the time to assess your life on a consistent basis. So year after year, um, a lot of people have the rhetoric, but we never see the results in our lives. So we're very good at talking about what we're going to do, but many people never have the results to back up the things that they say they're going to do. And that's why I'm not impressed with words because, excuse me, you have to make a decision to keep the agreements that you make with yourself. You have to honor the agreements that you made with yourself. A lot of us can't show up for other people because we can't show up for ourselves. And a lot of us can't have confidence in other people because we have zero confidence in ourselves. And we can't believe the words of other people because we don't even believe the words of ourselves. We betrayed our own hearts because we have not even kept the promises and the words that we made to ourselves. And so the first agreement you need to honor in your life is the agreement you made with you. Why are you where you are? Why are you not further? Why have certain things not changed? Why is it taking you so long to make progress in this area or that area of your life? We have to have these honest conversations if we really want things to change, and they're very uncomfortable. I'll be the first to admit it's not comfortable, but you have to be honest with yourself about your life and where you are if you want to get to the next level and you truly want to uh, realize your greatest potential. We continue to convince ourselves that the next year will be different, yet um, we continue to reinforce the same beliefs and dysfunctional uh, behaviors. Let me say it again. We continue to convince ourselves that the next year will be different, yet we uh, continue to reinforce the same toxic beliefs and dysfunctional behaviors in our lives. And so that's why I said, how is your life going to be different? 
because it's one thing to have a positive thought and affirmation. It's another thing to write a goal or resolution down. But at the end of the day, if you still have the same toxic beliefs, the same dysfunctional behaviors, nothing about your life is going to be different. It's why people never follow through with the commitments and the agreements that they made with themselves because we still have those same beliefs those same behaviors that are governing our lives and keeping us from the life that we truly want to live. And so um, how will your life be different? I want you to write about that in your breakthrough journal over the next week or so. Just think about it. How is your life going to be different? Because it's good to be positive right now, motivated. But when the motivation wears off, when the positivity is not flowing, how will your life be different? Because one thing I can assure you of, that regardless of how positive you think and how much you affirm, you're going to have adversity and challenges and contradictions and crises and opposition in your life in 2024. And if you have not taken the time to begin to prepare and to fortify yourself, then you're going to fail miserably because you're going to go into battles unprepared without the resources and the tools and the weapons that you need to be successful and to win in life. In all honesty, your life will not be different as long as you do what is familiar. Familiarity is the greatest enemy of change and growth in your life. Write that down. Familiarity is the greatest enemy to change and growth in your life. So, I commend you. We should all want to change. We should all want to grow. We should all want to develop. We should all want to be better. But at the end of the day, familiarity will be that thing that cripples you and keeps you from the change that you so desperately want to see in your life. Familiarity brings us comfort, but it also bars the change that we desperately need in our lives. And a lot of times we're just too comfortable. I'll admit it. Everybody won't admit it. We're just too comfortable. And so uh, comfort is an enemy to change. It's an enemy to growth. It's an enemy to evolution and progress. And so you got to be willing to get uncomfortable. Um, if you want to get unstuck, you got to get uncomfortable. Write that down. If you want to get unstuck, you got to get uncomfortable. And I'm not going to go into that in full detail today because that's something I'm going to excavate in this series a little further. So let me just keep going. Um, I'm going to talk with you very honestly today because pacifying you only further cripples your potential. We like to be pacified. We like to be petted. We like to be coddled. But coddling only cripples us and robs us of the opportunity to grow and to be the best version of ourselves. Assessment is having the ability to objectively and constructively weigh choices, performance, productivity, and results against your potential. Write that down. Assessment is having the ability to objectively and constructively weigh choices, performance, productivity, and results against your potential. Assessment is the ability to measure the effectiveness of your life over the last 12 months. Measure the effectiveness of your life over the last 12 months. A lot of people are not going to like this because when they look at the last 12 months, I'm going to tell you what they see. Mindless scrolling of social media. They're going to see hours of binge watching Netflix, hanging out with their friends, doing absolutely nothing, sitting on the couch for hours, mindlessly daydreaming, it's going to become apparent to a lot of people just how much time you wasted and how many opportunities you squandered in the year. We have to look at the last 12 months of our lives, and we have to be honest. Are we better? Are we different? Are we refined? Are we evolved? Are we a better version of ourselves? Because if you're going through year after year and nothing is changing about your life, you got to ask yourself the question, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Do you value it? Because if you're not assessing your life, you don't really value your life. Write that down. If you don't assess your life, you don't really value your life because you're not even interested in the data 
that can drive change and growth and evolution in your life. We should be interested. I'm always interested in the data that's going to help me to be a better version of myself. And let me say this, too, and I don't know why I'm, I'm going this route, but I, somebody needs to hear this. Stop making your change about other people and make change about you because a lot of people will change for a paycheck, will change for a profession, will change for an opportunity. Why not change for you? Because if everything is always attached to a platform or opportunity, your motive is wrong, and it shows me that you don't really love and care for yourself a whole lot because it's always about some kind of benefit. Why is it not about you becoming the best version of yourself, being the greatest expression, excuse me, of who you were created to be? That's what's important. And so a lot of us are always attaching it to an outcome instead of a becoming. It should be about you becoming, becoming better, becoming wiser, becoming more refined, becoming more evolved in who you are and who you were created to be. I can't stay there either. What we have to understand is that what you avoid, you will never correct. And so if we don't take the time to address certain things in our lives, we will never correct them, and we will never see the progress that we want to see. What you refuse to correct, you will never conquer. And so a lot of us are like, Jamel, why do these cycles keep persisting in my life? Because you will not correct them. You won't take the time to confront the things that are standing in the way of your growth, your development, your evolution, and you becoming who you were created to be. The only thing denial does is produce a disempowered life. Write that down. The only thing that denial does is produce a disempowered life. And I meet people all the time that are living a disempowered existence. We have this certain um, exterior that we put on for the public, but deep down inside, we are disempowered and our lives are disintegrating because we are in denial and we won't face the truth about some things in our lives. Uh, what we attempt to ignore will ultimately impede our progress and imprison our potential. And so there comes a point in our lives where we have to stop ignoring and we have to make the necessary adjustments to be better. If you really want to finish 2023 strong, then you must take some time to assess your life. Assessment is part of the mental model of every high achiever. Anybody that is achieving anything great in life, anything significant in the world, they are taking time for assessment. Those that do not um, take time for assessment uh, live average and mediocre lives. So if you don't take the time to assess your life, you're going to always live in the realm of mediocrity and average, and you're going to always live below your potential and below the threshold of what was truly possible for your life. What does assessment look like? It involves having a way to look at your monthly and weekly performance for 2023. I want to ask you a question. Do you have a way to track what you did weekly uh, over the last 12 months? Do you have a way to track what you did weekly over the last 12 months? A lot of people over the years have been really rude uh, when it comes to mentorship or investment in uh, high-performance leadership development, training, advising in certain areas, and I've even had some, I'm good, I don't need that. And I look at their lives, and it's like the worst deception is self-deception. You're not good. You're not even a quarter of the way of where you should be. But a lot of things, you don't know what you don't know. Let me just put it like that. You don't know what you don't know. And you need mentors, you need advisors, you need um, consultants, you need people around you that can help you bridge the gap uh, between where you are and where you want to be. And a lot of times we continue on a trajectory because we don't have what we need to fill the gaps. And so our, our lives just become this spiraling cycle over and over because we don't fill the gaps. We don't get information. We don't get the training. We don't get the tools. We don't get what we need for our lives to be different. And so 
you don't know what you don't know. And I think that that's one of the greatest barriers uh, to so many people getting to where they want to get in life because the difference in dimensions is wisdom and insight. The difference in the seasons of your life is the wisdom and the insight that you've been exposed to. And so a lot of times we're praying for a money breakthrough or a you know, a business breakthrough. And a lot of times we're missing information and information comes through relationships and because we don't have the right relationships, we don't have access to the information that we need to get better. At the same time, on the antithesis of that, there are individuals that do have access to the relationships and the information, but they won't avail themselves to the information because they have an ego, and their ego keeps them in ignorance. And so they won't reach out for help. They won't make investments to get better. And so they continue to be stuck and fail, and nothing that they do succeeds, and they're always working on a project that never gets off the ground because they don't have the resources and the tools that they need to be successful. I'm saying that because I'm giving you critical information today that's going to help you to not just finish strong but set you up for success in the days to come. Some people will hear this, put it into practice, their lives will be better. Others will hear this, ignore it, and wonder why certain things don't change in their lives. What I'm telling you to do is to put a premium on your growth and development. Stop putting such a premium on another designer outfit or another pair of shoes, but yet you won't make any investments in your personal growth and development. I mean, those shoes, no matter what the quality, I mean, you can get some Louboutins, you can get the nicest um, designer threads, they're going to eventually wear out, but there are people that make no investments in their personal growth. And so, they, they focus all their energy on the exterior, but the internal is failing miserably. And the real growth happens from the inside. I want you to get that. Real growth happens from the inside. And if you're not uh, growing from within, then everything you do on the outside is just superficial. And there's a lot of superficial people that are not really growing, and that's another conversation for another day. Um, what I want you to know is that I do have a detailed planner with notes of what I've done every single day of this year. So if I want to go back to March 15th, 2023, and see what I did, I can go exactly to that day. I can open my detailed planner, and I can find out exactly what I did on that day. If I want to go back to July 21st, I can open that planner, I can go to July 21st, and I have detailed notes of what happened that day, what I did, what I accomplished, etc. cetera. Um, if not, do you have a way to assess major projects, goals, or timelines for the year? Because a lot of us can't really assess our year correctly because we don't even have the data and the intel to do it. Most people like, Jamel, I don't know what I did in March. I don't know what I did in July. I don't even know what I did two weeks ago. Well, what that lets me know is two things. Number one, you're living your life carelessly because if you cannot properly um, articulate how you're using time, that's a problem. And number two, it lets me know that you don't value time because anybody that is not being masterful at how they deal with the moments of their life does not really value time. So I can go back. I have detailed notes for the entire year of what I've done. I can look at major projects. I can look at goals. I can look at timelines. I can assess what I've done up against what I said I was going to do for the year. What I want you to understand is that if you are not tracking your progress and productivity, you are not truly honoring your potential. Nobody else is going to tell you this. They're going to lie to you and tell you some cute words and make you feel good, but that's not my goal or objective, and that's not who I am. And so, yes, you set these goals. We're looking at your productivity and performance. You didn't meet them, and what are you going to do about it? That That's just straight talk. And so what we have to do is understand that if we are not tracking our progress and productivity, 
you're not really honoring your potential and you're not really taking it seriously. Um, and some people will say, well, Jamel, that's a bit extreme. You got every month and every day of the year where you get notes. Absolutely. I want to know what I did. Time, anybody that knows me, those that are closest to me, time is very important to me. And it's not to be wasted. Um, time is here to serve me in the fulfillment of my purpose and the maximization of my potential. And so I am very calculated, concentrated about how I use time. And I talk to people all the time that have absolutely no sense of time and could care less. And I look at the results of their lives and it shows. And so you have to be very intentional about time. That may, you may call it extreme. I call it excellence, whatever you call it. I want you to have a way to track your progress and productivity because you need to know what you're doing. You shouldn't just be going through month after month and week after week, and you can't even track what you've done and what you've been able to accomplish. Um, next, I want you to spend some time evaluating uh, whether you met your goals for each month of 2023 or better yet, did you even have goals for each month in 2023? You know, a lot of people set resolutions, and I tell them you need to break resolutions into goals, and those goals need to be daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals. I won't go too deep into this because I always talk about this at the beginning of the new year, so I'll go in detail, but you should have how are you going to accomplish a large vision and you haven't even taken the time to strategize and formulate how to best execute that vision and to make it a reality? In particular, I had personal, spiritual, business, financial, and other goals for every single month. Um, if you only write out large goals for the year and you don't have micro goals for each week and month, then I can guarantee you are not hitting your goals for the year. Because I talk to people, they have massive macro goals that they want to accomplish, but they never micro-size those goals to make them more attainable. And so they're frustrated and they're not achieving what they want to achieve because they don't know how to properly set their goals in motion for success. Goals have to be managed, and you cannot manage goals without simplification. you got to simplify. Your, there are some goals that you may be working on for a decade, but you should be doing something every single day within that decade of time to simplify and micromanage that goal to make it a reality in your life. You see what I'm saying? There are other goals that may be a five-year goal. There may be some goals that are only a three-week-to-a-month goal. But regardless of the goal, you have to manage those goals, and to do that, you have to simplify them at the micro level. Subsequently, I want you to assess how you use your time. Now, I've already kind of discussed this, but I'm going to say it again. Anyone that knows me will tell you I'm very serious about time. I do not entertain or tolerate time wasters or distractions in my life. You've got to be very careful about time. And don't give everybody your time. Make people qualify for your time. I watch people all the time. They just give everybody time. They're going to do this and do that and help this person, that person. I mean, I'm not telling you not to help people, but what I am telling you is that you can't give everybody your time. You've got to make people qualify for time in your life. Uh, or you're not going to accomplish anything that you want to accomplish. You're going to spend all of your life being a slave to everybody else's dreams and goals and desires, and nothing that you want to accomplish will ever get done. And so time is precious, and I have devoted my time to the maximization of my potential. I don't know what you are devoting your time to, but I have devoted my time to realizing my potential. And then I want to ask you, what is your daily routine? What does your daily routine look like? So this is why you need a planner and you need detailed notes. You need to kind of figure out what am I doing daily? And if there's something that I'm doing daily that's not working, what do I need to adjust about my life? What does your routine look like? What is a normal 24 hours look like for you? Now, for people that are entrepreneurs or creatives, that varies, but you still need to know, what does a normal 24-hour look like to me? 
And are your days effective? I can tell you. I remember years ago I was um, working with a client around this time thing, and I showed them. I'm not going to get that deep into this episode. Some of that's for a mastermind group. But I began to show them uh, some of how I managed time on a daily basis, and their mouth just dropped. They're like, oh, I'm doing this all wrong. But the light bulb came on, and they began to make certain adjustments, and they said to me, Janelle, thank you. I'm so much more productive, and I see where I was wasting so much time. And that's what I want people to see. It's not for me trying to lord over you and tell you what you should do with your time, but what I want people to see is how much time they waste on a daily basis that could be spent doing something more productive. I'm not telling you that you got to be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but what I am telling you, make the best of your 24 hours. Go to bed knowing that you gave your best to every day and you didn't just float through the day with no sense of direction or purpose. That's what I want for you. Um, Do you have huge gaps of wasted time? And if you do, what are you going to do to change that? How much time do you spend on your personal growth and development? Because I'm telling you, a lot of us, the time we spend scrolling, the time we spend texting, the time that we spend binge watching, we can be spending on personal growth and development. How much time do you um, give to your professional development? Because a lot of us are like, I want to advance in my career, but what time have you given to that? Because it's not just going to happen magically because you set a goal. How are you devoting time to developing yourself professionally? And then I want you to assess the amount of time that you have um, given to your goals for 2023. How much time did you really give your goals? Because when I talk to most people, we find out very quickly that they gave very little time to their goals. Finally, I want you to assess the relationships in your life. Number one, how much time did you give to self-care this year? We talk a lot about self-care, but a lot of us have self-neglect and we don't know self-care. How are you caring for yourself? And the bigger question is how are you showing up for yourself? Because you can't show up for the people in your life if you're not showing up for yourself. You can't neglect yourself and nourish other people. So how are you managing that? And then the next question becomes how are you showing up for the people in your life? Are you showing up for the people in your life? That's another question because some people are leeches and parasitical. They will drain the life and energy out of other people, but they have nothing to contribute. And so are you contributing or are you consuming? Uh, That's another episode for a whole other day. And then you have to ask the question, are you bringing the best of who you are to your relationships? Because a lot of us want all of these great and meaningful relationships, and we don't bring anything to the table. I talk to people all the time, and I say, that's wonderful. I mean, they have high standards and expectations for other people, and then, like, you're not meeting even 2% of what you're requiring from other people. So if you want all of this in all your relationships, you have to become that. And so, you know, there are people that will never enter my relationship constellation because they're not going to bring anything of value or substance to it. And you should be the same way. But don't use that and try to project that on other people when you're not even developing yourself and you're not bringing any value. Because there are a lot of people, you you know, know your worth and know your way. You, you don't have a whole lot of worth and value that you're bringing to anything, so you can't demand that from other people. Um, in order to um, command value in relationships, you have to become valuable. And if you're not growing and developing as a person, you're not bringing any value to anybody. Um, your smile and your presence is, is not value. 
what are you adding to and contributing to the relationships in your life? And when you start to talk to people like that, they kind of get touchy with you. Like, no, he didn't go there with me, but yes, I did. Because, I mean, a lot of people want high-achieving friends and highly successful, excuse me, relationships. And it's like, okay, what are you bringing? Because you're not going to travel in those type of orbits and circles and you don't have anything to contribute. I know some people just flatline right there, but that's the truth. You you don't have anything to contribute. So what makes you think that you're going to move into that orbit of relationships? You have to become valuable. Um, Those people that are really being successful and moving and shaking and moving the world forward, they don't have time for people with excuses and mediocrity and average and not working on yourself and not uh, challenging your mindset. You have to keep growing as a person so that you can bring value. I won't stay there. Are your relationships healthy or dysfunctional? Because some people are just happy to have anybody in their life. And I tell people I'm not excited just to have anybody in my life. I have to have meaningful and healthy relationships. And so make sure that you have addressed the broken parts of you so that you don't contribute to attract dysfunctional relationships into your life. And then how much time did you spend with the people that increase your joy and multiply your peace? So important. Um, How much time did you really spend with the people that increase your joy and multiply your peace? And if you didn't spend time or you hardly spent time, why not? Those are the people that you should be giving time and energy and investing with because those are the relationships that are going to charge you and help you um, as you go after the life that you want. So this is just part one. We're just talking about assessing your life, assessing your performance. Um, Part two will get even deeper. And then the part after that will probably even get deeper than that because I really want to help you finish strong. I mean, it's one thing to talk about finishing strong. It's another thing to affirm it. It's another thing to think it. But you need strategy. And I think one of the things that makes me so unique is I'm a strategist. I want to give you the plays, the blueprints that are going to help you to make these changes in your life become a reality. And I'm just a straight-talk person. Everybody, Some people don't just tell you what you want to hear and make you feel bubbly, but they're not going to help you really change your life because anybody that is lying to you doesn't really love you. Um, and we just have to be honest. If you really want to be successful or do you just want to keep doing what you've been doing over and over, Um, you have to make some changes in your life if you truly want to be successful, and that's what I want to help you do. And so um, I want you to spend some time with that breakthrough journal and just assess. Assess your days, your weeks, your months. Assess um, how you use your time. Assess your relationships this year. How is your life different than it was in 2022? in 2021 and beyond, and how will it be different in 2024? I believe if you just begin to journal around that, the discoveries and the awareness and the epiphanies that you have will really begin to set you up for success in the days to come. So, wow, I hope that you've gotten some benefit and value out of this. I know I went really deep today, and I know that I hit some things that some people probably are not going to like, but it's true. Um, and I hope that it has helped you in some way so that you can be better and you can become the greatest expression of who you were created to be. Um, we love hearing from you. Reach out to us on social media um, or through our website. Let us know how the method of empowerment is impacting your life. As always, thank you for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I hope that your life is better that you walk away with some wisdom and practical tools that you can put into practice and you can see some results in your life. Until next time, I hope that you will stay blessed, stay focused, develop the plans that are really going to help you finish this year strong so that you can set success in motion for yourself 
in the days to come. I look forward to seeing you again soon for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Until then, be blessed. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.